Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Influence. Um, hi, Joss. Hi, Jen. Good morning, or good afternoon. Good, good afternoon over here, but good morning to you. Uh, it's another Sunday that we're recording this. I'm, I'm going to say I don't hate the Sunday recording. I actually kind of like them. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what we've landed on, that the mornings are better than the afternoon. Weekend yeah. mornings are better than a weekday afternoon, for sure. Yes, yes. The energy's there. I don't know about you, but it's very sunny here today, and I'm just living for that kind of burst of energy that I'm getting from it. You know why it's sunny, Jen? Because Jesus has risen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can cut that out. I I'm going to have to cut that out, Joss. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, it's the Lord's Day, therefore we must. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Literally, we're recording this on we're recording this on Easter Sunday, and Joss and I both are not celebrating religiously because we. And that's not offense to anyone. We're just it's just not our thing. Um, yeah. So instead of recording a podcast <laughs> and incorrectly well, probably talking about the oh my god. Well, you know, it was funny, and again, no, I'm, I don't mean this in any offense. I feel like there are a lot of people that don't celebrate Easter. There are a lot of people who do, and not even for religious reasons. They just, like, celebrate, mm-hmm. like, the Easter bunny and, like, Easter egg hunts and stuff like that. I feel like, like Christmas, this this time of year represents a lot of different things. But yeah, I have um, family on my dad's side in town, and I was telling my mom that we were going to have dinner on Friday – um, and she was saying, well, you won't be able to have dinner because everything's closed. And I was like, what do you mean everything's closed? And she's like, it's Good Friday. And I'm like, mom, I can assure you Los Angeles is not closing down because of Good Friday. I'm just, but are things closing Canada? No, no, oh. things were not closed. Okay. I, I, I also ordered takeout on Friday. I think you can't, I think some like restaurants are closed for sure, but like, Takeouts open for sure. Lots of places were still open. Grocery stores were closed, which I always forget about. Like, uh, I know it's a stat holiday, but I forget like what that actually means because sometimes, like, like today Sunday is supposed to be a, like a stat holiday. I mean, I guess it's not because it's a Sunday, but like things are supposed to be closed today, but like the mall's open today, and I'm like, I don't understand why yeah, or why I not things are open. I don't know what holidays mean anymore. Because it used to be blanket statement, like if it was a holiday, you have it off. And I don't think yeah. that's the case. I think it just depends on where you work, companies, areas. So yeah, who it knows? Is cool. <laughs> it is cool now, though, that like, I don't know if you've seen this, but like businesses, if you don't want to take Good Friday off, even though it's a stat and you want to take another religious holiday off, you can. So like I had coworkers oh. that worked Friday because they want to take off a day for Diwali. And I was mm. like, that's super cool that you can do that. And like, that's just an example that I, I heard. But I know that's really cool that people are giving them that option now. Yeah. And I don't think that was always a thing before. So that's great that that's now um, implemented by companies. Yeah. That's great. Anyways, this has nothing to do with, with what we <laughs> wanted to yeah, talk sorry. about today. <laughs> we completely off, like, went off track. That's okay. Um, I, I will say this because now I have to. Um, for those who don't know me, I, but you have heard me talk for the last three minutes, um, I'm Jen, uh, co-host of the podcast, uh, podcast producer, creative freelancer, and creative project manager. And I am Joss, podcast co-host, um, d- digital director, TV producer, and entrepreneur. 
and welcome back to influence <laughs> goodness welcome. And, and, welcome and all of the influential things like easter <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh, gosh. Also, Jen and I are allowed to say these things because we were raised Catholic. I, yes. So, for context. We should, we should say that. Like, I mean, we know enough about what, well, I mean, I, I don't think I remember that much. But, like, we learned about a lot of a lot of this holiday when we were younger, all through high school and elementary school. So, like, it's not that we're, like, completely unknowledgeable about it. We are. We just don't yes. choose to celebrate it anymore. Yes, exactly. We have the right to make jokes about this time of year. <laughs> anyway, no one's, okay. no one's making jokes about Jesus, we promise. Oh <laughs> um, anyway, so what we wanted to do for this episode is we wanted to talk about, well, actually, we didn't really want to talk about it. We just wanted to have this be an episode that you can listen to if you want to be put into a good mood, um, sort of like a mood booster. Um, it really started because, um, so I followed this account on Twitter. I don't know if anyone follows this account. It's called Wholesome Memes. I highly recommend it. But it's very visual because they post a lot of obviously wholesome memes. So like photos of dogs, like videos of old people. It's really, really sweet. And it's just like a nice break within your timeline because obviously the internet is so chaotic and the world is chaotic. So it's nice to have things sprinkled in that actually make you feel good. Um, so Jen and I wanted to sort of do an episode where, you know, in the middle of your crazy timelines and like all the stuff you're listening to and taking in, you can have this episode if you ever want to, you know, feel good or if you're in a bad mood, you can just listen to it and like hear these really nice stories. Who doesn't love a mood boost? I love a mood boost so much. Um, Josh, before we get into the stories, I wanted to ask you, because I was looking for some mood booster stuff as well. And then I was, okay, then I was, I was posed with a question on Twitter or wherever I was looking. And I was like, I'm going to bring this question to the podcast. I want to ask you, and I'd love for the listeners who are listening to ask themselves this question too. Is happiness a feeling or a choice? Um, a feeling. No? Interesting. Why would you say that? What you, because you feel, it's something you feel. Um, if it were a, ch actually, you know what? This is a good question. This is a very good question because I feel like happiness can also be like seeing the positive in a negative situation. And that is a choice. Mm -hmm. to see things in a certain way. I never thought yep. about that. Yeah. Huh. So like my, my answer is that happiness is, is a choice. Of course, it's a feeling too, but I think I think predominantly it's a choice. Like you're choosing things to make yourself happy. You're making decisions to boost your own mood. You are, you know, doing things that ultimately you know are going to make you feel good and that's a constant choice that, that people make. So um, – when we were talking about like mood boosters and stuff like that, I was like, a lot of things yeah, that boost your mood are things you do to make to like to choose your own happiness. Like if you're having a big like if you're having a day where like you feel very lazy and tired and lethargic, and then you choose to go to a workout class, you're choosing that like that path to make to make yourself happier. I think in some ways, like we could go into this like forever, but I just thought that was really interesting that like you know. We look for things to, to, you know, boost our mood and make us happier. But maybe like the first question we have to have to ourselves, are, are we making choices to make ourselves happy? Wow. 
was I'm sorry. I'm was sorry. not expecting to be hit with that. Um, no, what that's a really, really great outlook on that. Do you have are there things that you do that keep you in that like positive mindset or like help you choose to be happy versus like upset or angry or sad? Yeah, actually. And you know what? It it's okay, and I and I'm not I'm not an expert about this and I know that. Like I know what I can do to choose my own happiness, but I also know that I fall into ruts and I fall into holes where I don't realize I'm not choosing my own happiness. So um, like for example, for me choosing happiness is choosing to eat foods that don't make me sick um, because I have a lot of food sensitivities. Um, and if I choose to eat something that's going to make me not feel good, I know I'm ultimately choosing the fact that like that like I'm I'm not going to feel good in a couple hours. Probably going to feel lazy for the rest of the day, and then whatever else. But like you know, sometimes you don't you don't realize you're making those decisions. And like the same thing goes for um, for getting enough sleep and for doing yoga. All of these conscious decisions, the things that I know make me feel great, like they're all of those things are contributing to you feeling and choosing happiness. I love that you know, and those are just such trivial things um, that. You don't even think about it. Like, it's so easy to take some time. I mean, not easy, but, you know, it's like it's not a heavy lifting thing. You don't have to completely change your mindset. But to take time out of your day to, like you said, do yoga or to just be mindful about what you're eating, like, those are all things that are attainable and, like, we can all do. So I really like Mm -hmm. that. And I encourage anyone to, like, think about those things, right? Like – like you look at like I almost picture it like as if you're making like a flow chart. It's like, will this make you happy? Yes. Or if it's like, no. And then what's the next thing that's going to happen from that? Like if you choose to eat really poorly, your brain's not going to feel good. And then it's going to be like, again, you're choosing a, a, a no for like, for example, on the is this making me happy scale. And then the same thing goes for, am I going to get enough sleep if I have like a really sugary drink or something? Like, And not that it's all related to food, but like for me anyways, it is very related to food. So that's my little rant about choosing happiness. Sorry. No, Sometimes I, just I love them. that. I love that. I also want to um, mention, so everyone probably knows I've been using Headspace um, and there's this one mood booster meditation that they have and it's, and the, the, his name is Kasanga. He's the meditation teacher, but he always says in the morning, you should always choose an attitude of gratitude, which is really cute. So, you know, it's just a simple habit you can take where that I've started to do where I wake up and I think of three things that I'm grateful for can be super, super, you know, simple. Like I'm happy that I have coffee. I'm happy I have a roof over my head. Um, or like, I'm grateful I have a job, just those things. And then it automat at least for me, it automatically makes me feel more happy because I'm like, I have things in my life that I'm grateful for. And I mm-hmm. feel like other people don't have that. So like mm-hmm. I feel like that's also like a mental way um to choose happiness. Um yeah. It's just it all comes back to choices, right? So um but anyways, for everyone listening, choose all of these things with us if you can. And if you can't Here's your interim mood booster to help you get through the next half an hour. Um, 
So we put together a series of stories that we're going to read, um, just some feel good things um, that list, listen along with us and definitely let us know in the in our Instagram or wherever you want to find us and let us know if any of these stick out to you as really, really good ones. So I'll read the first one. At the end of 2013, I'd just gotten dumped and I was a total mess. I spent New Year's Eve bawling my eyes out in my best friend's basement. Less than a month later, I met the love of my life. On New Year's Eve 2014, he took me out for dinner and proposed to me. It was the happiest day of my life. I know it's cheesy, but it made me realize that everything happened the way it did for a reason. If my ex hadn't dumped me the year before, I never would have gotten together with my fiance. Cute. That's sweet. That's sweet. That is, sweet. That is also just like anytime someone's going through a breakup, it's like the advice. It's like things happen for a reason. Like there's other fish in the sea. You know, it's like you don't realize yeah. it when you're in the moment. But when you look back at your journey, you're like, thank God all those things happen because now I am where I am. I totally so. believe everything happens for a reason. I, I do too. It's hard to put into perspective for like – negative things when it's going on because you're like oh yeah. this is this shitty thing's happening and it's supposed to happen but I think things happen the way they should and you learn from them and you'll look back it'll make sense when you look back on it a hundred percent yeah I agree mm -hmm. okay next story at the end of 2012, I was working the same office job I've been working for 13 years and living a dull suburban lifestyle with my husband of 20 years. Neither of us were happy and we both knew it. So at the beginning of 2013, we finally decided to get divorced. I went freelance with my work and I moved to LA, which is where I've always wanted to live. In the span of one year, my life went from a monotonous nightmare to an exciting adventure. I never thought I'd be able to start over at 43, but it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Aw, Sherry, that's cute. I just speak. I think it's okay. Like, not that I ever want to get divorced, but I think it's there's a serious strength in people that choose to get divorced when they know they're not happy. Like, and they know that the person that they're with isn't happy and they feel stale. Like, I think there's a serious power in it. Of course, it sucks to go through that and everything you have with it. But I mean, it seems like they don't have like kids or anything. So, um, so and that makes it obviously a lot easier. So all the power to her for, for doing that and feeling great about it. I agree. And it's also nice to see something. Well, she was saying she was like 43 when it mm -hmm. happened. And I feel like it's nice to hear like, a story like that coming from someone who's quote unquote older, um, you know, just like older than us at least. So knowing that, yeah. you know, people can start their lives over again at any age. And I think that actually is a good message for, and like, yeah, yeah. So, so Sherry's 43 when this happened, but like for people like our age, I don't know if you see this sometimes that like, like we're turning 30 this year and I know there's a lot of people that, that I can see are with partners that they're not happy with but they don't want to start over because they feel like, oh, we're 30. This is not the time to start over because this is the time, the prime marriage and baby's time. So we can't do that. And I look at some people and I'm like, I really hope you come to that decision sooner than later because if it's it's not going to get any better in my opinion, but mm -hmm. that's just me. Yeah. Wow, 30s. Sorry, uh. again, now it's hitting me. We're going to turn 30. <laughs> nope, not yet. New chapter, okay. new chapter. 
Your chapter. Um, This is a funny one. So next story is, my mom was supposed to send an email to an accounting firm that says, I'm afraid that we'll have to postpone our meeting. She accidentally pressed send earlier and sent this message instead. Hi, Jeffrey. I'm afraid. (laughs) Same. Same. (laughs) That was cute. (laughs) Have Have you, do you have a story of sending the wrong email? I do. Um, it it has happened to me, but I can't remember like an actual um, instance or what the email said. It wasn't funny like that, though. I think it was like, oh, I just look stupid now. What about so you? So on my in my long corporate list of salutations, I say things like thanks or um, talk soon or cheers or whatever. I say cheers probably more than anything. Sometimes, though, I type cheese instead of cheers. <laughs> cheese. cheese or che- cheese, Jen. <laughs> I like that. I've done that, I've done that a handful of times. And, and I've had a couple people respond being like, oh, that was great. And I was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I like that. Cheese. Cute, I'm right? just going to sign it with just different food. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> Pasta. <laughs> okay. Next story. We were classmates for three years before deciding to date. Three days before our prom, she got into an accident while crossing a four-lane highway. Oh, my God. She laid in a coma wearing her prom corsage and her IV, and after a month, she miraculously came around and started walking and talking again. However, she doesn't have any memory of us ever dating. Two years later, we both got married after her full recovery. We worked our way throughout college and are now blessed with three kids. We've been married for more than 20 years. Cute. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, hold on now. Do you have questions? I have questions. (laughs) Yeah, I was processing processing as I was reading it. (laughs) Okay, so we were classmates for three years before deciding to date. Three days before our prom, she got into an accident where she she was crossing a four-lane highway. What? Okay, but like, we'll leave that aside. Yo. I was like, is this Mean Girls? Uh, I said, four lane by a bus? Like, like a hot. <laughs> Regina, George, and I have been married for 20 years. <laughs> uh, but like, she laid in a coma wearing her prom dress. Why was she wearing, oh, sorry, her prom corsage. Okay. I was like, I thought they put her in her prom dress while she was in a coma. And I was like, why? <laughs> Oh, no, that's sweet. It's like, it's like, oh, you would have worn this if you were able to go to prom. But yeah. it, also the fact that this man or woman um, did not give up and I assume waited for her to come out of her coma. And even though there was no memory, um, you know, tried to, it's like 50 first dates. I was going to say it's like 50 first dates. Yeah. She has, doesn't have any recollection of them dating. But I guess they dated, like, the last year of, of high school, I guess. Yeah, Anyways. they were probably, like, yeah. Cute. We love a cute story. Okay. We love a cute story. So this story is called Reunited. We first met when I was a freshman and he was a, in junior year. I watched him play magic cards during lunch and got a chance to participate and act together in drama class. When I was in sophomore year, my father got restationed, so I moved from Virginia to Los Angeles. We stayed in touch along with my other friends after that. 
Fast forward 10 years, I'm now a single mom living in Utah. He visited me to see our state and met my son, who instantly fell in love with him. I, too, fell in love with him but didn't realize until it was his last day of the visit. Finally, as he was leaving, I had the courage to tell him how I felt about him, and it turns out it was mutual. Soon I'm going to his own place to meet his family, and after that, he will come to live with me and my son. Cute. That's really sweet. That actually um, reminds me of something that happened to a coworker. Um, so he, my coworker was saying him and his wife went to elementary school, school together. Like, Cute. obviously, we're we're friends, whatever. Um, but they ne- separated ways when they graduated elementary school. Never saw each other through high school or college, and they were reunited at a party. It was like a mutual friends party, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Like. We knew each other as kids. And then they started dating and fell in love and now they're married. And I'm like, that's really sweet because, I don't know, just knowing that you knew each other when you were children and then, like, reunited, I think that's a really sweet story. I think that's cute, too, as well. Like, I mean, I I will say, though, can I just sidebar this for, like, one second? Um, This has, like, barely anything to do with the story, but it has to do with what you just said. When I was on apps, like dating apps, the number of people from our elementary school that reached out to me was a lot. And I was like, like ew. <laughs> oh, no. Is, are, they, are they people that like we thought were cute when we were younger? Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. We'll, um, we'll have to offline about this. We'll offline about that one. But there was like at least like five or six. And I was like, No. It's a hard no from me. Were they reaching out to just say like, oh, hey, funny seeing you here or like reaching out to to go on a date? I don't know because I never responded to any of them. Which I know makes me an asshole, but I was like, no, thank you. Sorry. (laughs) I'm good. I'm I'm all right. Thank you. You know what? I think I think um, social media has kind of ruined that because you see these people all through high school and college and like watch them grow up. I feel like it's different if you truly have not seen them since you were children and then reunited. Yeah. You know what? I do think though that social media media made me, made me like remember what they looked like because mm-hmm. I feel like I would not have recognized them had I not. Yeah. You know, had I not seen like pictures of them all through high school or whatever, you know, I, I anyways, all that to say. It's a no from me. So it's a no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next story is the sad and happy men. There were two men confined in the same cell and living in the same conditions. However, one of them was sad while the other was happy. Why are you unhappy? The happy – so this is um like a like a folk story. <laughs> like a children's book. Children's book. Except About they're in jail. jail. <laughs> Okay. Um, why? <laughs> it it sounded sweet when I was when I was when I found it, and now I'm reading it. I'm like, this is a okay. bedtime story. Okay. okay. Ooh, sorry. Okay. Why are you unhappy? The happy young man asked his cellmate. What should I joy for? I am unlucky. One moment I was free and resting at a resort, and now I am here. The unhappy man answered, then asked the other guy, Why are you satisfied then? The happy man replied that he was in another prison before 
Oh my God, sorry. He was in another prison before where the conditions were much worse than their current cell. He added that their present jail is a resort for him as many people wanted to be moved there, but he was the lucky one. So the moral of the story is if you feel like you're in a bad position, just imagine how worse others might be experiencing it. Oh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think it needed to be that extreme where they had to be in jail, but um, I get the sentiment. Okay, so I get the sentiment, but I will say I kind of disagree with it. because, And Ooh. I think this is uh, – and let me tell you why. Over the past few years, I think I've like um, – because I've always been that, like, sympathetic person that's, like, you know, things might be shitty for me, but they're way worse for someone who's, like, in Afghanistan or, like, whatever, right? Like, I I've, I think I've always kind of felt like that for a little bit. But then like, when it came to more, like, real-time things of, like, all being – everyone being home and everyone struggling, I was like, no. Y'all have different things that make our struggles valid. Therefore, I don't personally think that, like, yes, one person has it different and has it harder – that doesn't mean that what you're feeling is not valid and not allowed. That That is true. That is true. And that is something that I have realized lately that, you know, I, I find myself saying like, oh, I know this is a first world problem, but I'm just like annoyed mm-hmm. or like I'm upset that this and this and this is happening. And then, like you said, I think about how other people have it worse, but it's like that doesn't mean what I'm feeling isn't valid. So Mm. yes. So to these two men in jail, um, sorry, I don't know. Jail was bad and this one's better. Like, thank goodness. (laughs) We also don't know what they did. Maybe they're murderers. Okay. So that was from a link called quick stories that will make you think differently. It does, but not about people (laughs) in jail. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. Next one. Okay, so it says, Today on my 47th birthday, I reread the suicide letter I wrote on my 27th birthday about two minutes before my girlfriend showed up at my apartment and told me I'm pregnant. She was honestly the only reason I didn't follow through with it. Suddenly, I felt I had something to live for. Today, she's my wife, and we've been happily married for 19 years. And my daughter, who is now a 21-year-old college student, has two younger brothers. I reread my suicide, su- I, sorry, I reread my suicide letter every year on my birthday as a reminder to be thankful. I'm thankful I got a second chance at life. That's wow. really sweet. That's, that's very, that makes me think differently for sure. Wow. Wow. That's nuts. It's like, I I hope I'll never have to experience like that mindset where you, you know, feel that low. Um, but it is also proof that like things can just change in a matter of minutes. Yeah. Like he could have lost his life in a matter of minutes or his whole life could have been turned around in a matter of minutes. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. Same mm-hmm. how like, you know, someone can get like, you know, into an accident or someone could – win the lottery you just like never know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure wow <sighs> okay um next story this one's a short one 
So this morning, nearly five years after my husband's passing, a beautiful couple and their three kids knocked on my front door. The man smiled and said, your husband was my heart donor. He saved my life. Not a single day has gone by that I don't pray for him and think of you. Thank you. Sweet. Okay, I just got chills. (laughs) That, wow. Wow. Like meeting the person that has an organ from one of your loved ones. Whoa. And like that's the reason why they're alive. Yeah. And like I feel like you could like I don't know. This sounds like really cheesy. I feel like you would hug them and like feel a part of them a little bit. Right? Like. Yeah. Whoa. Oh my God. That's like a lot. That is a lot. <sighs> um, oh, wow. Mood boosters or Mood? yeah, geez. Emotional um. roller coaster. Which <laughs> one are we calling the episode? <laughs> okay. Well, to take a little turn here, so these are a few headlines that um came out this past week, um, like news headlines. And Jen and I are gonna read some with no context just to show that, you know, that there are good things happening in the world. Um, so yeah, I'll do I'll do the first one. Hey, U.S. U.S. soldier so excited to reunite with homeless dog he bonded with overseas. Oh my God! Anything involving dogs? Oh, not ready for I it. I cannot with dogs. Like it cannot with dogs. Like no. I, do you ever do you ever watch those videos of like um, no I no because I'm oh. gonna cry. No, I mean like the happy ones where they're like reunited. Where someone's like in the the army or the navy or I something know. and they come it home. Doesn't, it doesn't matter anything with dogs. I am a mess on the floor. Oh no. So that doesn't make you feel happy. That'll make you feel sad. Uh yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I get that. It's just a lot. Like like anything with dogs is a lot. Um okay, next one. It's, wow. This nine-year-old <laughs> fashion designer stylish looks caught the eye of Vera Wang. Ooh. Why did that take so much out of me? Um, cool. We're happy for this nine-year-old. Nine-year-olds out there doing all the things. Snaps for nine-year-olds because they're not teenagers yet. Yes. Um, also, maybe this nine-year-old's life is going to change and she's going to have um, a new mentor in Vera Wang. That would be great. Can you, can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> okay. These first responders are now godparents to a baby whose life they saved. Cute. Cute. That's sweet. Community comes together to to celebrate a 106-year-old's milestone birthday. I love that. 106. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if, like, like the whole whole town must know him. (laughs) You know? Like, that's – yeah. I mean, I hope everyone knows me if I'm 106. If you're 106, you got to be famous for being old, like Hazel McCallion. <laughs> How old is Hazel McCallion? For those like who don't know, Hazel Hazel McCallion is the mayor of Mississauga. And she <gasps> was 100 when I was a child, so I don't know how old she is now. <laughs> She's like 101. <laughs> Good for her. No, is she, she still was old as active hell. Mayor? Yeah. No. She's not the she, active mayor. She's anymore. not? No. Oh, okay. Um... Dog brothers adopted in different states are reunited thanks to DNA testing. Okay, I that's like that sweet. one. That's yeah, sweet. That, that's the only acceptable one involving dogs. I wonder if dogs 
know. Like, if they're separated when they're puppies, I wonder if they can tell that they were a part of the same litter. That's a when really they good reunite. That's a really good question. That we always thought to like reunite Benny with his like birth um, puppy or s- sister, his whatever birth, his birth puppy. <laughs> What's a birth puppy? <laughs> okay, so it's because when we got him, we um, his sister was also being adopted at the same time, so we saw his sister too. Oh, that's why. And like my mom always ca- kept in contact with them, and we like we knew her and everything. And I, anyways, next, that's you. Um. <laughs> There's so much editing I'm going to have to do in this episode. Okay, next. Idaho dad sets world record during half marathon to show his kids anything is possible. Sorry, I wish I had more context for that one. I'm like going to assume... Just like running in general? As if like the inspiration couldn't just be everyone else doing the half marathon. <laughs> Honestly, if I finished a half marathon, I would be like, wow, anything is possible. I so did a half I marathon. Did you know that? What what is considered a half marathon? Like what's the mileage or 20, kilometers? Uh, 21.5 kilometers. Oh my god. I well I mean I remember the CIBC run for the cure. It was 5 kilometers yeah. and I was I was done after that. Yeah, so just do that four more times. Did uh, you run the whole time or did you like I ran oh the whole god. time. Yeah. Did you train? Yep. Yeah. Wow. So um, in 2019, um, I really wanted, I, need, I needed something to like give me energy or whatever. I forget exactly what I was going through at the time, but I needed something to really get me going. And I signed up to do the half marathon. Um, it was in October and I started training in June and I trained for like three, four months and I ran it on my 27th birthday in 2019. Oh my god! How did I not know this? Congratulations! Thank you. I don't That's a really. Maybe we, maybe, uh, maybe we weren't. Maybe, maybe we weren't talking as often that time. Doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's great. Like, congratulations. Because honestly, not in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Would I do it again? Yeah, it was really hard, but I would do it again. I think. Um. Yeah, not in my lifetime. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> next one. Friendship between young girl and grocer, grocer, gro- grocer, 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 sparks a movement to recognize kindness. Oh, I think I saw this story. It's like this little kid who always goes to the grocery store with her mom. And the the grocer that worked there was always there on like Thursdays and or whatever day of the week it was that, that they went. And the girl would always wave to like the, the one grocer. And then that grocer ended up buying the girl a bike for her birthday. And then they went back, like the mom and the, her, and the kid went back to give like a thank you drawing to this grocer. And it's like the super cute video. Wait, that's really sweet. Right? Oh, see it. That stories like that like make me believe there's still like nice people in this world, you know? Oh yeah. I want to be friends with a grocer. Same. I'd be friends with like, that grocer. I want to bike I think... for my birthday. <laughs> uh no you don't. You and I both know you don't want to bike. Yeah, um, that's true. 
Um, okay, the last one is teen uses basketball skills to raise money for best friend injured in football accident. Oh, what skills um, did you use? Sorry. To maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that like actually hoop, just reminds hoops me. Hoops for hope. I don't know. I made that up. Hoops for hope. Cute. That actually reminds me, uh, one of my friends, um, she's, um, she draws and, uh, their friend's cat is going through surgery um, and oh, no. cannot raise the money um, for this surgery. So um, my friend is offering up her, you know, her free time. And she says, anyone who donates to this GoFundMe, just like DM me proof that you donated and I will like commission, like draw you anything you want. Which oh, I was like, cool. that's a really, really good friend to do that Mm -hmm. you know like i can't imagine how long it takes to like draw like a commissioned piece of art but oh my um, god it must take so much time yeah yeah just thought that was really nice that like they're willing to do that for like this friend's cat you know there's a lot of artists that were uh, that were donating the proceeds of their art to ukraine oh yeah Yeah, i saw a lot of people doing that or like selling t-shirts that were like i don't know art focused or whatever and just using all the proceeds that's awesome that's awesome. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, before we end this episode, um, Jen, what is something positive that is influencing you? Okay. Well, I – Were you not expecting I- that? <laughs> Did you not know what I was going to uh, ask? No. I was like, what curveball are we throwing now? <laughs> um I okay, I just ordered a couple new books because I'm about to go on vacation and I wanted to make sure I have a couple like good reads coming with me. So I ordered two new books. Uh, one is called Mothers by um, Brie Bennett and I've already read Brie Bennett and I really really liked her uh, before. She she wrote The Vanishing Half. So I mm. bought her other book. And then I actually bought on your recommendation, Joss, The People We Meet on Vacation. Oh my god. Wow, I influenced you. You did. You did. So thank you for that. I'm excited to read have it. You, have you haven't started yet. That's a good I have, beach I haven't read. got it yet. So I, I looked up a beach read. I was like, oh, Joss said this one was really, really good. So um, yeah, I think what's influencing me is just the excitement to read a couple books and like take some R&R time. This is the last recording Joss and I are going to have for a couple weeks um, while I jet off on vacay mode. Um, but yeah, I think that's what's currently influencing me on a positive way. I'm just looking forward to relaxing and reading a book and doing that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Also, we are so happy for Jen going on vacation. Um, we're very jealous, but we're very happy. I'm jealous. I wish I could be where you're going. I want to be on a nice beach. Even though I live near a beach, but no one I don't want to go to the beach in LA. It's so gross. <laughs> but um, in due time, Jaws. Your time's coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, okay, me. So this one's sort of different. Um, but since we're on like the, you know, talking about like stories. Um, so the other day I was at the gas station. And there was this woman um, who – I don't know if this is – actually, I find that this is important to the story. Uh, but she was wearing a hijab, and she was driving around um, the gas station, and she was kind of rolling down her window to talk to people, and no one was really 
listening to her. Like, it was kind of just, like, people minding their own business. Not that they were actively being rude, and mm-hmm. but, like, you know, you just kind of, like, don't – you're just – they're not acknowledging her. Right. Um, so she pulled up to the pump across from me, um, and she rolled down her window, and she was crying. And she was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I honestly, like, I wasn't sure if she was asking for money. Like, I didn't know, and I didn't know how to – deal with a situation like that but like she was talking mm-hmm. to me we made eye contact so I was like um I was like yeah is everything okay and she like comes out of her car and she's holding her phone and she's like I just want to get home um crying and she's like I don't know how to get home this is my address and it won't let me and I looked at her she had like google maps on and every time she put in her address like uber and lyft options would keep popping up um oh, and it's like okay. She didn't know, and also her, like, font was, like, super big. So you can just tell, like, I guess, like, she wasn't used to mm-hmm. the technology. Um, and I honestly didn't. It was an Android, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to, like, why it's not putting in your address. So I was with her for probably, like, five, ten minutes trying to, like, reset her maps and stuff. And then I finally figured it out. It was just a different setting. Um, and she started crying when she finally got it. She's like, I've been trying to get home for two hours and no one would, no one helped me. No one would like, you know, I was asking them and no one did anything. She's like, thank you so, so much. Um, and then she like just got in her car and then she, hopefully she got home. But it just made me think that like, I don't know. It just left me feeling like a certain way afterwards. Um, I don't even know how it influences me or I guess it's just like, I don't know. It just, if I didn't help her, if someone else didn't help her, maybe she wouldn't have gotten home. And I don't know. It just, it was something that stuck with me that happened this week. Well, it's clearly like, like her situation influenced you and to probably take a second to like recognize the privileges that you have and, you know, the security that you feel and where you live and everything like that. Like she obviously came to you with an emotional situation, just wanted help. And um, I'm glad that she was able to get help from you. That's great. And I, I, like, yeah. you, you don't want to feel like you're the hero for being like, oh, I just helped you get home. But it's also like, you know, like we live in a community of people. Like I know people say like Canadians are extra, are extra friendly and they will help each other. I imagine it's not the same thing. In like in California or in Los Angeles specifically, mm-hmm. where you won't just help people you don't know because that's just the kind of people around you. Yeah. And also like, you know, there are crazy people out there and it yeah. is like a crazy time. Like I don't – like we don't know what's going on. So like um, just in general to talk to a stranger like in distress like that is like mm-hmm. a weird situation. So um, – yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt good. Like, I felt – obviously, I felt good, but, like, I felt good for her that, like, she was able to get home. So that was, like, a really nice feeling, too. So – Good. Yeah. Good. That was my thing this week. Good. Well, good on you for helping her. That's great. Thanks. Um, and I hope our listeners enjoyed us talking about some of these mood-boosting stories and and heartfelt things. Uh, if you have one of your own that you've heard or you want to share with us, like, please do. I'd love to hear more and love to do more episodes like this that are just kind of things people can pop on in their car – or in their walks and just listen to fun, good, goofy stories. Um, So as always, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Influence. As always, please find us on Instagram and TikTok at InfluenceThePod and leave us a podcast review on your favorite podcasting platform. See you next week.